The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I'm going to talk about Botox uh, now. Uh, Liz Dwyer is with me. She's the founder of the Future Beauty and Health Show. Dr. Patrick Tracy, medical director of the Aylesbury Clinic, and Finola Jones, the podcaster. You're all very, very welcome. Hi. Good evening. Finona, you're going, uh, I was going to say under the knife. What do you say? Under the syringe? Under the syringe. I'm not, I don't know if I'm the person to be asked about that, but yeah, I'm getting Botox in two weeks. Why I'm are you getting Botox in two weeks? My forehead is causing me grief in my in my brain psychologically every time I look in the mirror. So, um, and also, as I said, off air, I'm hot now. I kind of want to stay looking hot. So let's, why, why not hit pause for a okay, while? You so, know what I mean? So raise your eyebrows there. I want to have a little look. Okay. This isn't the. This is an audio medium, so I'm not sure people are getting this. But I am raising my eyebrows for Karen, and he's yes. looking perplexed. Well, yeah, there's maybe a little line in the middle of the forehead there, but there's not a huge amount. Mm. Uh, was it a big decision, or was it just easy? Yeah, I've been kind of. I've been trying to put it off for as long as possible because I've grown up in the era of social media where you're hearing people talk about pre- preventative Botox, and I've been seeing really young girls getting. Botox kind of potentially unnecessarily I think so for me it was just like how long can I push it out for um, and then obviously was milling over who to go to because you know there's a lot of charlatans out there selling things and just pushing products onto people and stuff like that so I wanted to make sure I was going to the right person so yeah I mulled over for a good while I have to say. Uh, is there any societal pressure? I mean among say your peer group have many got Botox? In my peer group, yeah, actually, I would say probably about 50% of them, even in just in terms of my group at home. Liz is looking horrified. In terms of my group uh, at home in Cork, I would say my friend group. I think it's, there 100% is a societal pressure because you're looking at like TV shows where people have these immaculate faces. Social media is a lot to answer for, even just like selfie cameras. Like there's such a psychological impact of seeing your own face all the time <laughs> that I don't think we will not know the effects of until years and years later, you know what I mean? But I think that's having a big impact on people, how often we're faced with our own reflections and stuff and looking over them and pouring over them. Mm. Liz, were you shocked that 50% of Finola's friends yeah, had... I am, I am. Like we, this, this is my business that I've been reporting on it for 20 years, but I still think the demo is much older. You might be in a little group that are very, very, I don't know, into the, into the whole aesthetic scene, which is more power to you. But most of the people I know... Um, or those who we see at our events and so forth, they're generally in the late 30s demo upwards. So that's what that's when most people then will start to explore the idea of getting yes. Botox. Yeah, absolutely. But what, what's interesting, what I noticed from you saying, you were saying, you know, there's not a lo- not a lines in Fanula's face, but ironically, and I guess this is probably what we're, I've been doing all the show presentations today. Yeah. We've kind of moved away very much, and Patrick, I'm sure, will agree with this, this idea that Botox, when it was first used in the 90s, was to freeze lines, was to chase this weird youth kind of, you know, um, ideal that, never really transcended because we, everyone, people started looking really weird, you know, and then we threw filler into the mix and then we Botox and filler and it all just became very distorted and a very unreal, you know, face that no one even recognises anymore. Um, but now the whole industry, there's a big backlash against that. I mean, okay. um, it's there's very much a move away from that. And so what's the Botox doing then if it's not, because so, I don't know this, so yes. what's it doing if it's not getting rid of lines? So there's a whole, there's a whole other, first of all, there's about 850 uses for Botox okay. in medical. It, it does everything from aesthetics is only a teeny teeny part of it like I mean it's called the wonder drug of the century you know there's nothing barely very little it can't do um, for me I have a full face of Botox and neck and jawline okay and I haven't had it done over three months it's 
getting done in the morning, thank God. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I would just get a tiny bit all over and it lifts all the muscles. So it, I don't freeze my lines. I just get a general lift of the entire face, neck, and it brings all of those kind of the muscles pull you down right? and then it pulls the skin down and so forth. I'm sure Patrick will explain this so more eloquently. So it's tightening the muscle. Is that, I mean, I may jump it in. kind of lifts the entire face. Okay. It brings your, your silhouette. Of, if, if you can imagine a young face is a lovely pea silhouette shape and then an older face is a triangle as everything starts going south. So it inverts the triangle. Oh, so we're right. not chasing lines. We're not, you know, I still have lines. I have plenty of them. And that's not the problem. And people have a misconception thinking it's the lines that make me look old. It's not the lines that make you look old. It's everything else going south. And that's where this kind of beautification and bespoke and advanced aesthetics has come into the, the realm. Of, no, there's no such thing. Yeah. Not, there's no such thing. But so it's Patrick, what, what, is, what, what is happening then beneath the skin with the muscle when Botox is injected into it? I suppose, Kieran, I, I was the person who's been credited to bringing Botox to Ireland. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. <laughs> At least for cosmetic work. I know it was used for ophthalmologist with Forrester Business and all the rest. What Liz is saying is perfectly right from the point of view that you've got to think in terms of muscles pull against each other, almost like it took a war. So if you've got your eyebrow, yeah. if you tox above it, then obviously it'll go down because these muscles aren't been done. And if you tox below, it'll pull it back up. So we get a lot of people coming in with low brows or as Liz says, you can lift your sort of jowls just by toxin the platysmal muscle as it crosses over the jawline, called the nephrotidal lift. But sorry, what, what you described, because people can't see yeah. that, you kind of pointed at b- below the point that you mm-hmm. want lifted is where your Botox is. Well, not really. Um, like what more, happens to the muscle? It's is more it, is, if you is consider that, two it, muscles pulling yeah. against each other. And you put Botox B, into one. Then obviously the other one wins. and pulls yeah, it Okay, direction. sorry. That's, that's what the, yeah. the Botox prevents is, is what? Is inhibiting the muscle from... The, the Botox is temporarily paralyzing a muscle. All right, okay. So the other one takes over. But I don't think there's been that much of a change. Fiona's 29 and she's getting... And she's getting on, 28, yeah, I would yeah. say. 28 and she's getting Closing better than Botox. So <laughs> I suppose that has always been there. As Liz says, there's yeah. a niche group of people that just never want lines. So if you get in early enough on the start, then you'll probably never get them. Can I ask maybe a question I should have asked at the start? Again, you'll have to all excuse my ignorance. Sure. What's the difference between Botox and filler? Let's oh. go into that because th- that is the problem. <laughs> Botox doesn't really cause any problems. And the fact that nurses are licensed not to do it in Ireland and only doctors is rather surprising because fillers are taken as a medical device. And I mean, they're the things that cause the problems. But we've got two other things that we should take into account. People are surprised that young girls get fillers at 18 or 19 into the lips. But... Things like breasts, hair, lips are what we call secondary sexual characteristics. So when somebody's trying to get a mate, they do that. People get the <laughs> hair transplant now with a way that we bring in as well, FUE, from 18 to 21. You know what I mean? There's no point in getting a hair transplant at 45 when you're ready settled down in your life. But the old way you had to do that because you could only take a strip once. But the new way you can just keep topping up your hair. It's funny, we trained up most of the guys in Turkey that now everybody's going to Turkey to get done, but they undercut our prices. So the f- filler is, is 
is what then? What are you putting so filler, into the skin? Filler is a substance that fills your face out. All right, okay. So it's a hyaluronic acid. It's like a gel and it fills out the face. But as Patrick said, it's unregulated. Anyone can inject it. You can do a weekend course this weekend. Buy it off Korea and start injecting people's faces weekend on course, Monday. I thought it was an evening course. An evening, well, <laughs> maybe. maybe There's one in this four hours. Weekend evening. In the, right, in the right hands, it is incredible. Like, I mean, it can it completely yeah. change a person's face. It can, and as it back to this beautification idea, a lot of people, a lot of the good doctors, the advanced doctors yeah. now, they're doing they do facial rebalancing they're rebalancing proportions and so forth they're not just love and filler in and putting four mils into someone's lips now, a bad person will do that no problem because it's chitching for them um, so fillers enhance and they smooth out and so forth mm-hmm. however again in the wrong hands and the, because you're going into all sorts of arteries and so forth it can be very dangerous yeah. it, Botox gets a bad rap we use it every day for one, a lot yeah. of medical things and Botox doesn't really have any problems no. it's dermal fillers that have all the it's problems a, it, it, it kind of gets lumped into one maybe in the public consciousness yes. which is it? crazy Some because people, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. a huge difference particularly the media may say Karen yeah. Yeah. yeah well I just I, well I confessed that 10 minutes yeah. ago I didn't know the difference between them so yeah. uh, there you go well mm. night and day I would say yeah, yeah. for sure do you have to keep going back? So you said you're getting Botox again in the morning. Oh, yeah. You have to keep going back. Absolutely. How often? It's so addictive. That four is the and a half months for Botox. Jeez. Would that put you off at now at all for now and knowing you have to keep going back? Yeah, kind of. I'm also getting married next year, so that's why I also kind of want to oh, see what so it's going to look like. To, but you only have to keep going back until you're married. Yeah, and then, then. I can just play it at all. <laughs> Forget about it. Enjoy ankles. It's so great. that microphone Botox listening. He's traumatised. Traumatised. Yeah, the cost is something I'm considering. He's going to wake up one morning for you do you realise yeah. that and say, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah. No, yeah. He already does that so it's, we're, we're so far past that point. The interesting thing, a, a recent paper came out and it was to do with, I don't know whether you know, because women take the pill and it goes into urine, which goes into the water, is feminising fish. Yeah. But the thing is, it is also making men or women's estrus stay the same. Yeah. So men, nor, women are normally attracted to men who are very androgynous. Um at certain times during their peak when they're sort of having their estrus, right? <laughs> but the thing is that they're not, they're attracted to people who sort of um, are also almost like have gay tendencies from the point of view that look after the features and everything like out there. And the interesting thing is that when women go on the pill, yeah. they sort of date all these guys that sort of, they aren't necessarily attracted to when they go off the pill and they get sort of married. Two studies, one from Leeds and one from Birmingham, show that it is one of the causes of people falling out. But suddenly she wakes up one day and says, God, I'm married to a woman. We are, we are through <laughs> the looking glass here now, yeah. or down the rabbit hole. I don't know how to describe it. Um, so the, the numbers of people getting it, Patrick, yes. are... Endemic. Yeah. Literally endemic, yeah. Mm. Like, I mean, I would say... Could you spot when someone's had it? They say in England, eight out of ten adults have yeah. had some form of aesthetic Adults, treatment. not just women. Adults. Yeah, uh, so I, I would know Liz has it there immediately because yeah. the telltale signs when you walk into the bar are just over your eyebrow. Yeah. You can't tox that area or the brow will fall. So when you look at Liz, if she lifts slightly, you can see that. Bit. Oh, so the little lines. Are, so there's no lines kind of, say, straight up from her nose, but <laughs> lines <laughs> above the... Or, or above that line all the way up. But that's somebody all who's right. done Botox very well. Yes. Well, I've been now. I've been doing Botox for fifteen years as well. Yeah. So I would have started at you know your age, Fanula. Um, actually, a little bit older. But um, and like from a preventive point of view, I suppose I'm a case study in itself. Like I've always said, I'm a human guinea pig. You know, for this industry, um, to see what what you happens. Great, what Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. The eight out of ten in the UK. You eight said, out of ten have had anaesthetic treatment. Now that also, anaes- sorry, okay. include 
lasers. So a lot of people get lasers. And lasers comes under aesthetics as well. And again, we're, what we're moving statistic? away. How, how, eight out of ten adults. But does that include uh, eight ten adults? But I've had an and aesthetic that, treatment. Oh, that might yeah. laser. laser and dental. Oh, I'd say that's true. Yeah. So, but um, how many men are coming through the doors oh. of kind of Botox clinics in Ireland? Fifteen percent. Yeah. Mostly gay guys per se, but if you include other things like hair transplant, um, we say neck eye lifts or liposuction, then yeah. it goes up quite dramatically among men. And also, like again, we're noticing, you know, in with the aesthetics industry, there's so many devices now, right? There's so much technology sure. for, and yeah. men love gadgets and devices, right? Yeah. So like, That's for example, true. like the BTL, you guys had the BTL devices, so you can put these paddles on your tummy and it yeah. does 1,200 sit-ups in half an hour. You yeah. can, like, a, like a slender town on steroids, basically, sure. and you can put it on your ass, you can they put it on your... They don't work, do they? They do work. Oh my God, they work. Yeah. You can put it on your face, you can do everything. So it's, mm. it's like a year of face yoga in half an hour. Okay. Men love that because there's no injections. This is all um, yeah, I know. So the exactly perfect bridal thing. Um, so men are getting into it from that way. They mightn't be going down the injectable route the way women are. They're not embracing it, like, but they are embracing the tech. Sorry, can I just go at these paddles you put in your backside or on your abs? I mean, unless they're reducing their calorific intake, it won't make a blind bit no, of difference. They, do, they burn your fat and they increase your muscle tone by 30%. And that same company by is the one who does the yeah, but giant if chair. But if you're still consuming the same amount of calories, uh, I mean, and there's still kind of Kieran, when we say paddles, really, it's yeah. a grounding electrode. Yeah. So it's not actually working there. It's working in a different part of the body. Yeah. Or so that's just the current path. We need to get you on the device and you'll have a six pack. No, I just, see, I don't know, because by that logic, <laughs> I'd have a really strong jaw from eating chewing gum all the time. <laughs> you know? Well, you can see that. You know? Masseters are well Yeah, maybe, actually, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. strong jaw. Yeah. A bit of Botox to <laughs> <reduce them>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, listen, it's kind of really interesting. Um, and it's opened my eyes. I didn't know a lot about it. Yeah, given the questions I'd ask about the differences between them. Uh, Liz, good luck with the show a couple of shows coming up yeah we have second and third it's the Future Beauty show Future Beauty and Health sorry Uh, it's on in the RDS in March and it's a public show to learn about all this kind of stuff but everything across the board not just the aesthetic side of things anything to do with health and science and medicine and women's ageing basically good luck with it good luck with Botox tomorrow good luck with Botox Fanona thanks (laughs) two weeks time two weeks time we won't know you the next time you come in or I will I'll know you forever is the point (laughs) (laughs) see you in 30 years time Eternal. Good Fanola hasn't changed that face. <laughs> Patrick, listen, thank you as well thank for you. coming into us. Uh, Dr. Patrick, Patrick Tracy, Fanola Jones, Liz Dwyer. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.